Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me again this week. So I'm putting out two episodes this week. And um, if you haven't listened yet, the episode I just put out was an interview with Suzanne Waters, which was a lot of fun talking to her about her career. Um, Like I'd said on the episode, I was debating whether or not to even put it out in light of everything that's happening and the fact that Well, there's lots of advice you won't be able to follow right now because everything's a little upside down and uncertain, but I think that there are still some things that apply and, you know, why not just have a fun conversation in your ears? So I went ahead and posted it and I hope you enjoy that. Um, Today's episode is going to be a solo one with me, just kind of talking about, you know, a little bit about what's been going on and how I've been staying sane. I've been having some really great conversations with a lot of you. Um, One thing that happened, which was really nice and really heartening, was sort of a nice singer community forum Um, through Empowered Singer Workshops that's run by Celia Chavez and Felice Hernandez. And if you're in L.A., you'll know that they have been running these workshops um, for the past uh, over a year now. And they're really wonderful. Um, And they had a a Zoom chat, an online Zoom chat about... uh, you know, it was about background singing, um, but we did end up talking about what was happening. And, and this was kind of prior to, um, well, just as everything was starting to really shut down. It was this past weekend and, you know, a lot of our gigs had been canceled. So on a Saturday night, instead of uh, those gigs, we had a really nice forum and we just kind of talked about everything that had been going on. And how we're responding to it, in addition to, um, you know, kind of the business of being a background singer, Melanie Taylor, who I have done um, interview, who I did an interview with early last year, um, she was on the call and she had a lot of really fantastic input. Um, so it was really great and very encouraging, you know, just to kind of connect with everybody and, and hear what everybody is doing and see how everyone's doing and how they're responding. And, you know, so that was a few days ago and a lot um, has changed. Restaurants are closed. Clubs are closed. Um, well, restaurants in L.A., for the most part, they're still doing delivery and um you can still pick up, but as far as um, going out to dine, that's not really happening right now. And as a result, many of our shows have been canceled. Um, so that's not been great, especially if most of your eggs are in that basket. So a lot of people are kind of scrambling and trying to figure out what they're going to do. And... Um, It is not a fun situation to be in right now, but I think the thing I'm grateful for is how much closer we're all getting to each other and how we are really talking and um, supporting each other. And that, I think, is a beautiful thing. But in this episode, I just kind of wanted to talk about self-care, what I've been doing, um, how I've been just trying to keep some normalcy to my days, um, some structure uh, you know, 
I am used to waking up and I've been doing this since the beginning of the year and not really January 1st, but maybe mid January, I started this ritual of waking up, doing yoga, um, doing sort of a meditation, visualization, exercise, reading and journaling, and then a few other things that I've decided to work on since, um, you know, COVID-19 hit and all of these, um, all of this free time, excuse me, suddenly arose. Um, and it's a ritual I'd kind of had already, but, you know, I've just kind of been doubling down on it. Um, and it's kind of a variation of, um, savers. Um, I don't, I've talked about it many episodes ago, but last year around this time I was doing savers, which is similar to what I'm doing now, except I kind of combined the meditation visualization aspect of it. And, um, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that right now. So as far as waking up and doing yoga, um, you know, I like my yoga to be more of a workout, a little more rigorous and, um, I have been using an app called Down Dog, um, which was inexpensive to begin with. Um, I downloaded it back in January. I'd been using it since then. And what I really like about it is that um, they offer a lot of different kinds of yoga. You can have any length of time you want, pretty much, between seven minutes it starts at and 90 minutes. And every exercise, um, every session is different. They've managed to make this really flexible, so to speak, app um, where you can do a ton with it. So what I love about it is that every, um, you know, exercise is different. And by the way, I'm not getting any kind of endorsement from this, but I, I think it's such a wonderful app and I've been so impressed with it. Um, one thing about exercise and me is that, you know, I, I usually do it at home and because of that, it does get a little boring. I do have to mix it up a lot. And, um, you know, I've worked, I've done a lot of different kinds of videos and of course that gets dull because it's the same thing over and over. Um, so what I've loved about this, um, using it for over three months now is that every, pretty much every, um, uh, session I've done in this app has been different. You know, I've done different lengths of time. It just depends on how much time I've got in the morning. Um, usually I will do about 20 minutes to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. Um, and it's just really fantastic. You can change the sound of the voice that is giving you instruction. You can have music on along with the voice or off. You can choose the kind of music like I said, you can choose the length of time. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, there's so much. Um, you can choose uh, like the kind of yoga. They also have chair yoga, apparently, which I haven't used yet. But um, you can do that because uh, I know there are some people who cannot really just they really can't get on their knees and do a lot of standing stuff. So, you know, I just love how comprehensive this this app is. And I'm just totally impressed with what they've created. So. They are actually offering um, their app for free up until I think it is April. Darn it. I think up until April, something like that. Um, maybe mid-April. 
Um, so go on there. I'm going to put uh, the link into the show notes, but it is called downdogapp.com. And they've got, they make several other apps um, for HIT training, uh, beginner yoga. Um, they've got a few other exercise apps that they're offering for free right now. Um, so you go to that website and you can get that information. It's really fantastic. I'm, I'm a huge yoga fan and I've, I've been really excited about this app and been dying to share it with someone. And now I can share it with you. Um, so I wake up and I do that. And then, you know, that really gets me centered, especially physically, just in my body, which I love. And I, like I said, I like it a little bit more rigorous, but it doesn't have to be very rigorous. Like I said, there are a lot of um, options as to how hard you can go with it. The other thing that I um, have been doing in the mornings is my meditation and visualization. Um, of course, another way of getting centered mentally. And um, I think at this time, it's so it's extra important to use your imagination, you know, to transform your life, um, transform your kind of reality, the experience you're having into maybe a bit of a more pleasant one and not easy to do to do right now with, you know, all of the uncertainty and all of the worry and the kind of upheaval. But, you know, um, I think it's just a great for at least a few minutes in the morning to um, just get at the center of yourself and just use your imagination um, to think about, you know, what you want your day to look like, how you can bring more beauty into your day, um, how you can grow that online business if that's what you're doing. You know, a lot of us are teaching online um, how will you come out of this situation um, better in some way? You know, uh, just all of it. Those are the kinds of things I'd kind of been thinking about. And also, you know, that flows into, you know, how I want to transform certain relationships in my life, um, too. But, uh, you know, I'd had a conversation with a friend weeks ago about about that very thing. And, and her advice to me was you know, um, using my imagination to kind of transform whatever it is. And our, our particular conversation was about relationships that were not working out so well for me, um, that I was feeling pretty down about. And, you know, it's so, so important to send that energy since you're going to be using it anyway, putting that energy into, what you'd like to see, not what you don't want to see and all this bad stuff that's happened and, and all of that kind of thing. But, you know, just however um, positive looks for you and your life, put your energy into that. Um, and just create more of what you'd like to see right now. Um, also, I, I read. That's a part of my my morning ritual, I'll read for about 10, 15 minutes. Um, right now I'm reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, and it's been sitting by my bed. It was a Christmas gift, been sitting by my bed, on my nightstand for like two years, and um, finally got into reading it, and I would like to actually finish it. I've been reading it for a while. I only read in the mornings for those few minutes because it's just like then the day takes off and it's it's just done. I, I, I can't get back to I can't get back to it. But um, 
that's been a really, you know, uh, that's a really great book. She's had an amazing life. Um, very driven, very intelligent. And, you know, one thing that she said in her book that I really loved is failure is a feeling long before it's a result. And I think that is so much more about using your imagination to create the kinds of things that you want to see in your life and in your environment and in the world. Um, all of that is a feeling long before, you know, it's in your universe. You know what I mean? That feeling is in your universe and it permeates everything. It's in your creation. Gosh, that was such a powerful statement. And when I read that, I just sat with it for the longest time. But, um, you know, hopefully that's something that, you know, you can use and that strikes you and you can get that, you know, get in tune with what it is you're feeling how those um, feelings are contributing to uh, your household and your environment and your your relationships, your career, because absolutely, you know, failure is a, a feeling uh, long before it's a result. Um, but so is so are a lot of others, right? Happiness and and success and and all of those things everything is um many things are feeling long before their results and they end up in your environment right there in front of you to not be disputed that you've created them so um yeah i just i loved that that phrase i love that that sentence i thought it was really powerful but you know whatever you'd like to read i think it's it's just a great um, way to set the tone for your day, whether you read somebody's autobiography, you read a self-help book, you read the Bible, you read the Quran, whatever it is you read, um, really does help to set the, your, the tone for your day. Um, so that's something I want to offer to you. And I also journal um, huge, huge, huge for me because I mean you know it's everything that I maybe didn't articulate before um to someone or about a situation or you know things don't always get said maybe in the right way maybe they're not perceived in the right way um you just need to vent and you need it to be private I mean I, I have to do this every day I have to journal every single day I start off I've been starting off actually for the past few weeks with three things I'm grateful for. And, um, you know, the first thing I write is the date. I write gratitude. I write one, two, three. What things am I grateful for? Um, and I write, then I write, I am enough because there are tapes in the back of my head that tell me I am not. Um, and I know a lot of us maybe get that too. Um, and then I write, you know, what went on yesterday, what, what do I think is going to go on today, how I'm responding to things, whatever. Whatever has been going on that I'm concerned about or happy about um, or that I want to dig deeper into, I'll take um, maybe 15 minutes to, to do all that. So my ritual, sometimes it takes me, depending on how much time I have, um, 20 minutes or I could sit with it for about 45 minutes doing everything um and the length of time that I do yoga will will determine all of that but these are just really ways for me that I like to get centered 
and um, maybe some of them will work for you. Um, and so I just wanted to offer that up to you, um, you know, as some ways to get your day um, started in a positive way. Um, and I have, you know, often <laughs> gotten up pretty early to do a lot of this stuff. Uh, I have been just kind of letting myself sleep lately. Um, not that I don't let myself, but a lot of times I'll, I'll pop up at like four or five in the morning and I simply cannot sleep anymore. So I'll just wake up and start doing stuff. Um, or start doing my ritual. Um, and I started the ritual because I don't want to just start wake up and doing things. I want to be mindful and a little more present, you know, throughout my day. So I've chosen some things that, um, you know, that I like that I've picked up over the years that I find really help me to, um, to feel good, to feel better. Um, and then, you know, there were some things I was focusing on working on anyway, a little bit before all of this um, kind of chaos hit. And, uh, you know, I'd started listening to a book on tape called uh, The Five Love Languages. Um, I'd heard about the book over the years and... Um, I don't know. I found the title a little bit cheesy, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get into it. I didn't look into it, honestly, but I read so much self-help stuff. It's like, whatever. Um, so, you know, and then I saw that, that, um, there was, a, a copy of the audio on YouTube. And, um, so I started to listen to it and I just thought it was so brilliant. The stuff that they were saying, I really started listening to this because, you know, I have had some just some funky relationships in my life and I'm, I'm really trying to figure out like what my part in all of it is. Um, I also wanted to do better in my marriage and, you know, be more patient and more kind. And so I, you know, I, I started to listen to this book and actually I had also gotten into the book because I happened to subscribe to Oprah's podcast. She had um, maybe an old episode, I guess this was, of uh, with this author of the book on the show. And um, they were discussing the book. And, you know, I liked what they had to say. They had a few couples on talking about issues that they were having. And um, one couple was staying together. One couple was breaking up after maybe 20, uh, almost 20 years of marriage. Um, and, you know, one interesting thing that I thought that they'd said was, um, you know, that couple who was ending things, they were, they had kids together, so they were still going to be bonded and they wanted to end the marriage, but still maintain a relationship, um, because they had children together. So, it was, if you find it, I mean, you can find it. It was on, just on um, maybe a few weeks ago on Oprah's um, podcast. Uh, but I just thought that was, uh, you know, just so brilliantly moderated by the author. Um, you know, they he had the couple talk to each other and just kind of say things that they needed to say in this very healthy and productive and non-accusatory way, but very honest and then there was another couple who was staying together. They just needed to tweak some things. And um, a big thing with that 
is uh, the author says that I, I can't remember his name right now, <laughs> but you can find it. But the author says that, you know, people grow up, they're from other countries. Um, they speak entirely different languages from each other. And when you encounter someone, and I don't know if you've done this, but I have encountered somebody who doesn't speak English and I don't speak their language. And we, you do everything you can to try to communicate clearly with that person and you'll draw pictures and you will do ha give hand signals and you'll, you know, just do whatever you can. You'll act out whatever it is you're trying to say. You'll point at things. You will, you know, go to the ends of the earth to communicate with this person. Um, and he said in the same way, people grew up in different households and those households have their own way of communicating with each other. And so, you know, then two people from two different households will come together and expect that love will solve all of their problems and they don't really have to, you know, talk to each other and <laughs> really understand each other and, and all of this. So, you know, it, it is his um, opinion that there are five um, love languages. There are five ways that, um, that we really express it. And that's that it's really received. And, you know, that can be any number of things from um, being really verbal and, and needing um, compliments and things like that. Or um, maybe you just need time from a person like compliments doesn't work for everybody. Maybe somebody just needs your time. So all of that gets, um, you know, discussed. And I thought it was just the most interesting thing. And it's so true. And we do tell, tell each other, you know, what we need a lot of the time. Um, most of, much of the time, we don't really listen. We don't really want to take it in. Um, so this has been a, a really um, great book to listen to. And, you know, maybe you've got, it may not necessarily be a marriage you need to work on. Because I think in pretty much any relationship that you have, um, every person has got their love language. They've got the thing that you can say or do that is going to draw them closer to you, bond you, um, in your friendship, or maybe, you know, your, um, you know, you need to understand somebody at work in a certain way. How do they, you know, what, what kinds of things do they respond to? whatever it is. So um, really, you know, an interesting, uh, interesting book. And, and really, I think ultimately just comes down to empathy and listening, you know, and um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, maybe that's something that you want to read, but it's been really helpful to me and has kind of like changed my, um, my energy. Um, I think in my relationship, I do need to finish the book, but I, I just think it's so fantastic. Um, and then, you know, another thing that we can do, some of the things that I've been doing um, is, up, you know, updating some skills, um, getting a little stronger at playing the piano, um, just finding some stuff on YouTube. And I've got a lot of friends who are piano players and, you know, talk to them about like what they do. Um there are some great apps, some piano playing apps, if that's your thing. There are a lot of great music apps, you know, that can help your ear, help you practice sight singing. Um, 
musician um, I've been using lately for piano, I think is really great. Um, Joe Rossidi has a great YouTube channel uh, where he teaches you songs on piano. Steve Nixon um, is great for jazz piano. Uh, I, I learned all my chords or most of my chords um, with his program. So you can look him up, Steve Nixon really well laid out and well explained. Um, and then I've been reading books about vocal technique because I've started teaching. Um, you know, uh, I did take um, a course which was really great and comprehensive and I've been re-watching the videos from that because we had Zoom sessions and we were able to take, um, get copies of our conversations. So little by little, I'm going back through those, but I've been reading some great books and you can find some, um, you do have to watch which teachers maybe you want to get your advice from, but John Henney is, is great. And he has interviewed some really fantastic teachers on his podcast who have good YouTube pages. So that might be something you want to dive into. Um, you know, uh, when you've got some some time. Um, and then Coursera is really great for updating any skills. They've got some great negotiating, um, some classes on business and negotiation and, um, Skillshare is great too. You know, you can update some skills there and they have some pretty quick tutorials on, on anything really that you want to learn, whether it's music production. I believe they're the ones who have some on, I think they have some on music production um, but what have I gotten? I've, you can look at doing a logo, um, how to run your Instagram, um, and things like that. So, I mean, there's so much, um, you can get into. Um, and again, like I've said, you know, some of us are just trying to figure out how we're going to make some money. So I know that is, <laughs> you know, probably, um, priority one, uh, at this moment. But I, oh, actually, I do want to tell you that I have updated my singer resource page on the WorkingSingerPodcast.com um, with more resources, uh, funding relief, and things like that for uh, p people in entertainment. So um, I'm going to try to, well, I will be updating it as I, as I find more useful advice. And... Um, you know, let me know if there's anything that you'd like me to, to post there. I know a lot of people have been posting on Facebook. So, um, that's really fantastic. And just, you know, the community that we've been tightening up and, um, or newly forming has really been a beautiful thing and a, a wonderful byproduct of what has been happening. And, I hope that it continues beyond. I know it will, you know, um, we were doing it before, but, you know, I think this is really just drawing us closer. And, um, and I think that is, is, you know, like I said, a great byproduct of all of this and a beautiful thing to have come out of all of this. So, you know, if you guys have, um, questions or, you know, things that you want to share, please feel free to email me, um, at hi, H-I, at theworkingsingerpodcast.com. You know, I love to hear from you. Um, and I'd love to hear, you know, just how you're doing, how you're moving through this. You know, are you 
Um, are you doing well? You know, some people aren't doing so great. Um, or are you doing great? <laughs> Let me know. Uh, tell me your secret. Um, and feel free to post any resources that you find in the Working Singer podcast Facebook group. Um, we've been posting them up there and just some fun things we're finding. Um, like I said, oh, the Empowered Singers are having a another uh, commu singer community forum this Friday, um, I believe. So they should be posting that on their website. You can find them on empoweredsingerworkshops.com. And they've also got um, a Facebook page as well. And I'm trying to think of what else. Um, yeah, but I, I, I will post there and anything useful you find, please feel free to post there and share with everyone. Um, you know, certainly not an easy time for everybody, but, you know, these are certainly times where we can grow and really become stronger and, um, you know, really find what we're made of. And I, I know that we are made of some really tough stuff. I know that we can do this and we can get through this and, you know, we can remain united, um, through this whole thing. So do love you, do appreciate you, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.